Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to, to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Layperson Lay Lisa, Lisa Show. Welcome back to the frozen tundra of Layperson Lisa's house. That's why I have this hot oh cup of tea. It was 57 degrees in here the other day. Yes, we don't want your electric bill to be too high. Lisa. Heating, heating. Or heating. <laughs> she has every window in the house open, but it is a nice day. It is, yeah. But the, the, the hard surfaces are very chilly. Even the cats who have fur all over them are wrapped in blankets in her house. <laughs> but we digress. Anybody, welcome back. Yes. And we are going to start talking about, so a two-part series. Yes. Maybe. On okay. The theological virtues and the cardinal virtues. Yes. But we are going to, well, let's do this first. Lisa. What are virtues? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I asked you second. What are virtues, Lisa? They're gifts from God that lead us to live in a close relationship with Him. So... When we practice virtues, then if I'm hearing you correctly, that will hopefully draw us into a more intimate relationship yes. with our Savior. So that yes. seems like that would be a good a thing good to thing. do. Yeah. Do you think that virtues are sort of like habits? Yeah, exactly. Because if you keep doing them, then they are practiced and they can be lost if they're not <laughs> done all the time. Well, this is true, right? Yeah. I mean, we can get into bad habits. Right. Or we can get into good habits. Right. So I would suggest that we all get into good habits. Like virtues. So what are the most important virtues? The theological ones, because they come right from God and, and lead to God. Wow. And the theological virtues are? Faith, hope, and charity. I was going to say. Oh, you were going to say that? She's trying to do everything and steal the spotlight for oh everything. Oh, my goodness. And we're not going to talk about the cardinal. Like the cardinal. Why don't you tell us about the Latin word that they are derived from, Deacon Dave? Because we're not talking about the cardinal virtues. Oh, exactly. That's to come next that's, time. That's why I'm, I'm trying to give you some, some material. <laughs> there's going to be a Backfire. lot of... Backfire. There's a lot of... You really enjoy this show. Because you've laughed every... So you laugh through this whole show. So that's good. So we know that the theological virtues, like you said, Lisa, are faith, hope, and charity, which yes. also means love. Yes. What exactly would be your definition of faith? And I'm going to have some hot tea. The ability to believe in God and give your life. So what do you mean by the ability to believe in God? To trust in Him and um, seek to do His will. Yeah, and I think sometimes when we talk about trusting God, we have to be able to surrender everything. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. trust and surrender are like hand in hand. And also know that to a certain extent, obviously, God is a mystery. Oh yeah, of course. So to think that we're going to be able to fully understand no, that's not going to happen. The all-powerful, all-present Creator um, is that's 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 where we have to have faith to believe in God, mm -hmm. and I think our faith is informed in several different ways. Okay. One of those is, I think, through the Scriptures. Right. Okay. We mm -hmm. we learn um, through the Bible mm -hmm. about the history of the Bible, um, the history of our faith. You know, starting back with our Jewish roots. Right. And then into Jesus entering into the world, okay. right? pouring himself into our humanity, and, uh, and then dying so that we all may uh, have access to the Father through him. So there's the stories. But I also think that our faith and, and our understanding of God is informed by the things we see in the world. Okay. You know, those tangible things. It's called the economy of salvation. Oh, Okay. That's a new one. I hadn't heard that one. Right. So this is the, the economy of salvation. So there's all of these ways that we are informed about God, right? Okay. Which help us with our faith. Okay. Um, including one another. 
Right, of course, because we see Christ in each other. Right, including right. our environment. Right. And, and just uh, even just the human body itself, right, and, 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 and how detailed everything is created. Okay. Right. So like miracles and where we see God, is that the economy of faith? I think that's all part okay. of it. It helps us to uh, strengthen our faith and sure. our, our belief in God. Would you like to add anything about I have some safe quotes about faith. Okay, well, go ahead. St. Augustine said, Faith is to believe what you do not see. The reward of this faith is to see what you believe. To see what you believe. Yes. And I think that's what's so cool about the sacraments, which we've talked about before. Yeah, and I think it ties into what you just said about um, the economy of faith, like seeing Christ in nature and other people right and in the sacraments right god is doing something right and it's made visible by the matter Ah, of the sacrament and also by the words so we're helping god do something in the sacraments he's doing the work but we're helping him with it and those signs and symbols make the sacrament visible to us oh yeah good point i was just on facebook on my way over here to this frigid location and uh, there was somebody posting about a baptism. Father Dan Malacca was yeah. posting about a baptism, and he was really excited to do that. But you could see the care that the mother was holding the child as the child was being baptized, and so there was a, there was just something intimate there, uh, and 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 that belief in God and and bringing your child into the faith, yeah. into the faith. Right. Hmm. Little play on words there. What other saint quotes on faith do you have? Any? Uh, saint Bernard said, I believe, though I do not comprehend, and I hold by faith what I cannot grasp with the mind. So just like you said, God is a mystery. He is a mystery. Yeah. But I, I think the more we get to know God, I think the deeper our faith is. So we, yeah. I did a retreat this past weekend, and one of the things we talked about was discipleship. Mm-hmm. And discipleship is this uh, relationship, this following of God. Right. But in order to be a disciple, you have to get to know them. Right. So in order for us to be friends, we have to get to know one another. Mm-hmm. And the more we get to know one another, um, not that we're going to follow each other, but you, you, you really, the more you get to know someone like Jesus, the more you're going to follow them. Lisa, I would follow you anywhere. Thanks. Okay, please do not follow me. That would be just not good. It would make you very tired, too. Yes, that's I'm true. I can't keep up. I wouldn't be able to keep up with you. I'm like, a, I'm like a water bug. I'm all over the place. Oh, no. Anyway, any other saint quotes on um, faith? Well, St. Thomas Aquinas has a whole bunch of quotes on the virtues, but we'll go with, Hold firmly that our faith is identical with that of the ancients. Deny this, and you dissolve the unity of the church. Hmm, that's way too deep. Yeah, me, exactly. Even <laughs> that's why, yeah. We'll so, move on. So what is hope, Lisa? Hope. Oh, it is closely, <laughs> re- <laughs> closely related to faith and is the desire for all of the good things God has planned for us. You know, it's interesting because I think a lot of times, Lisa, what we do is we put our hope in things. Ourselves. Right, or in other people. Ah, uh, yeah. And, and, and those things are not eternal. Yeah. And often lead to just disappointment. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we we get attached to uh, expectations and things of the world, and and it's really easy to lose your hope, especially if you get sick or you lose a family member, or you lose a job, uh, or something happens that uh, you weren't expecting, right. or certainly none of us would desire. Right. Uh, if we lose, if we start to look at our life and our hope in a finite manner it would be easy to get off track yeah. in our faith. Right. Right. But right. if we have hope in 
the eternal savior, then it gives us a different perspective. Yeah. That these things are just kind of part of our journey right. all the way home. Right. It's like that wheel of um, fortune that we talked about in Bible study. Right. Like you're on the top and then you start falling and you fall to the bottom and then you start um, climbing back up. But so you're always going to have disappointment unless you just keep it, uh, your life focused on Jesus. Who is in the center. Who's in the center of so the So if you're anchored yeah. on Christ, although these things are still happening in your life, yeah, it's, you're still centered. Yes. Which yes. is very interesting. Oh yes. boy, here comes the cat. We're on a laptop, so that probably means it's Gianna. No, it's actually Azzy. Oh, it's Azzy. Yeah. Let's see if Azzy comes to visit us. Uh, he might come back here. So do you have any saint quotes on hope? Yes, one of my favorite ones is um, from St. Padre Pio, where he says, Pray, hope, and don't worry. It's easy for us to worry, isn't it? Oh, my, yes. And when we lose our hope, we start to worry, or if our hope is misplaced, we can start to worry. Right, and the Bible tells us, don't worry about tomorrow, because... Just focus on today. Somebody just sent something out along that lines about yesterday and and tomorrow and just being focused on, on the now. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy for us to want to extrapolate what we think is going to happen or not happen. And that can get you wrapped around. Yeah, and then to look at yesterday like our past. You know, we need to just focus on who we are today, not who we were in our past. Yes, I'm trying to forget that on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. But how well do we do with that? Uh, some people better than others. So you're probably looking at me. So you're doing better. Oh my gosh! Little you're bit, the one who brought it up. A little like, bit of vanity there. I'm nope. thinking. Oh my yeah, gosh. maybe you need to put a call into Father Mike Schmitz to talk about vanity. You uh, and Samuel. Anyway, yeah, I, already, I already have that. Uh, yeah. Bottom line revelation. is, yeah, we have to have we have to have confidence you know, that God's always going to be with yeah. us um, and that we will be with Him forever. Yeah. So do you have other saint quotes? Sure, I have hope? one from Saint John Paul II, who oh, yeah. says, "It is He." Jesus Christ, the true life, who gives hope and purpose to our earthly existence. Purpose. Yes. I like that word because so often uh, we try to, or we misunderstand what our actual purpose in life is. And I know there's people out there, it's to know, love, and serve God and, and one another. Got it. Check. But so often we find our purpose in work mm. you know, or other projects or other things that we have to do. And while those purposes are nice, right, if they are all oriented and pointed towards Jesus Christ in, in terms of their outcome, then I think that's really good. Yeah. But oftentimes, you know, our purpose can be things that are far outside of that and not necessarily helpful. Right. Oh, and then just one in, um, because of the St. Clair of Assisi Retreat Center, let's go mm. with one from St. Clair, who Shame, says, shameless plug. <laughs> Hampton, Virginia, mm -hmm. live and hope in the Lord. Live and hope in the Lord. Yeah, that summarizes it. It does, because like we talked about, if you hope in all everything else, you're going to be disappointed. Right. So what about charity, which is also Known love? Known as love, yes. And I just mentioned that, right? Charity is to love God above all things and to love your neighbor as yourself. And, and this idea that love, at least, it's more than a feeling, right? Right. It's the way that we think about God and that we act towards Him and towards all of this creation, frankly, people, um, the earth, right, and it, it's so we show charity even in how we take care of the world around us yes. and the people around us. And here comes Azzy making his way up. His um, Deacon Dave and Layperson Lisa debut. It could be. Come Maybe. On, come on over, Azzy. Here he comes. Here he is. 
I don't know if we can see him or not. He's in front of me, so maybe you can. Possibly. Hey, yeah, I see with the blue eyes. Well, yeah. anyway, Charlie leads to... <laughs> you already said all of that. So oh, well, I have, some say, I have some St. Clothes on. So, Lisa, do you have some St. Clothes yes, I sure do. on love or charity? Yes. So, St. Mother Teresa said, Love is not patronizing and charity isn't about pity. It is about love. Charity and love are the same. With charity, you give love. So don't just get mo- so just so don't just give money, but reach out of your hand. Reach out your hand instead. If I could read. So here's the thing, and, and I like what Mother Saint Mother Teresa is is saying there. It's not about pity, and a lot of what I've been listening to and what I talked about in the retreat this past weekend was this idea that of proximity, that we have to get close to people, right? So if if we do things from a distance. Uh, like send money in. Mm. It's not the same as actually going Being to... Being there. Right. I told a story over the weekend. I told two stories from Ecuador. One was with the, the kids mm. that we went to, to work with and to help. And, and that was a beautiful experience, and um, which I embraced. But then we also went on a surprise trip to a monastery out somewhere in the hills of Ecuador. Oh, that's cool. And we came to this place where the nuns were taking care of these people that were really sick. Oh, wow. Okay. And they lived in beds that were like a foot apart from one another. So you'd walk mm-hmm. in and it was all of these beds, but all of these people were in wheelchairs, um, drooling, just, it was, um, I was a little overwhelmed Yeah. Um, to be that close. Yeah. Some people were naturally attracted wow. to those people and went right well, over like to Well, it's like Mother them. Teresa, right? She would just get right in there and... Right, you and, know, hold their, uh, hold those sick people's hands, and not just not be afraid of like catching a disease or anything. Exactly, yeah. and, and and I, you know, I I, I kind of considered that the failure of the trip because I mm. found myself walking around looking at everything, not really knowing what to do, and not feeling comfortable in that situation. If I'm just being perfectly honest, yeah, with sure, you. I'm sure a lot of people felt that way. And 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 but to watch the other people, so. You know, God was calling me to be uncomfortable, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe had I, if I, had, but if you get to know them mm-hmm. and to know their story, that's where charity and love begins, right? Yeah. Is in not judging someone by, you know, their, their skin color or their sex or their disability or whatever it is, but it's to really to get close mm-hmm. and to get to know who they are. And I think then you begin to see the beauty um, that is in every single person that mm-hmm. God has created, and it's at that point it's it's a lot more natural and easy to reciprocate that mm-hmm. because you know who you're dealing with instead of that wall of fear. Or right, you just see their outside and right. if they're sick or exactly. disabled. You got to look beyond all of that yes. to their heart. Yes, and and then that's where God changes us. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool stuff, Lisa. Yeah, faith, hope, and love. Yes, and the greatest of these is love. You are so smart, this person, Lisa. It started with an L, so of course she was going to get it. Any final quotes maybe on love? Oh, I have one from St. Francis of Assisi. Okay, another shameless plug. Where there is charity and wisdom, there is neither fear nor ignorance. And, I, you know, that's kind of what I just said, right? Yeah. There was probably, there was definitely some fear. Yeah. And and definitely some ignorance going on there. Because you hadn't been in that situation before and weren't familiar. Yeah. Right. So, so I was uncomfortable. And I'm always lecturing her about being more comfortable. But it happens to all of us, right? Mm-hmm. That given the situation, we can, we can become uncomfortable. And that's where we have to ask God to pour himself into us. Mm-hmm. 
so that we can become comfortable. Because right. that's Jesus. In right, all of those that's Jesus right there. In the wilderness. Yes, yes. Yeah, so it's like yes. me saying I was afraid of, to go over mm. and be with Jesus. Because mm. it didn't, it wasn't comfortable for me. Yeah. Yeah, following Christ is not always comfortable. And yeah, to love right. people is not comfortable. Right. And so I was listening to Father Josh this morning on Ascension Press, and he talked about the fact that that we all have work to do. Oh, of course, yeah. Right, and and so sometimes we're going to fail, and when we do, I think it's important to recognize it, mm -hmm. right? Because it's I and think learn it's, and learn, mm -hmm. and I think those things ultimately strengthen our faith. Yeah, right. Help us to point to what our eternal hope is, uh, and then allows us to love better the next time we're in a situation where maybe mm -hmm. we're uncomfortable. Right. We'll be. And then we can invite Jesus in when it's not such a. Sh I don't want to say shock, but if it's not such a shock, then we'll be better prepared next time to ask Jesus to enter into the situation to make us um, more comfortable. And you know, it gets back to what you said at the beginning. I could have trusted God and surrendered that fear and that uncomfortableness to him. And it might have been a totally different experience. Mm -hmm. But now it's something I get to talk about over and over That's as right. a failure, as a point of emphasis moving forward. Anything else, layperson Lisa? No. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm layperson Lisa. We'll see you next time. She always has to get the last one. Uh, oh, hi, that's 17 minutes.